Fight presents. Women's Wrestling Talk. The number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Uh, bonjour, you're watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad, aka the Canadian Assassin, and I'm not alone. She's the host and creator of In Cat We Trust. Please welcome Katrina Blake. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey. Hi, Katrina. <laughs> and we have an amazing show and of course nothing but amazing guests and today is no exception she is a monster truck truck champion and wwe legend and hall of famer please welcome medusa welcome to women's wrestling talk hello there thank you for having me all sweaty and unmaked and you know because i just got done working out but you no know worries. part of life man it is. You are beautiful the way you are. And it's so funny. I wanted to um, tell folks, no. because we had a conversation while we were booking the time, is that you are the reason why Women's Wrestling Talk exists. So what happened, folks, was that I was on X-Pac show and Medusa came on X-Pac show. And I was like, why, is, are, why are we only interviewing women once in a while? And I get it. You know, you just pick from like the people, you know, and I wanted to do a show based on women's wrestlers. And so like having Medusa on that show was the reason why women's wrestling talk started. So, whoa, <laughs> that's awesome. And thank God for Sean. Yeah, that's yeah. Sean's amazing. Taught me so much and like really just got me like into, you know, interviewing wrestlers and the stories behind it and everything like that. So that's that's really, really cool. Now, what was the name? Of, what was the name of the show again? Uh, X-Pac 12360. That's right. But yeah. I mean, he was working for, you know, after Buzz. I mean, after Buzz. That's what it was. Well, thank God for After Buzz. Yes, very true. <laughs> um, yes. So, speaking of stories, your uh, book is going to be debuting in spring 2023. And I know I've seen a lot of interviews. You want to give to you, you haven't given too much of what's going to be in the book, but can you just tease something? I know you're not going to give the full story. I already know I'm not going to try it. But is there a story that you can tease for us that will be in the book that because I'm already like, I need to read this book. So is there anything else that you can tease for us? Well, I can tell you, um, I'm, I'm very excited and happy and honored that I signed with ECW um, Press uh, Publishing. And uh, my co-writer, my editor, um, Greg Oliver, just won uh, an amazing uh, humanitarian and oh, anyway, he just won an amazing award. So I'm very I'm in good hands. Um, I, this book is very important to me and how it is said. Now, this is a story about me. Mm -hmm. It's not about anybody else. And it's a story about overcoming adversities. Of course, we all have them, right? And it's from tragedies to triumphs. And it's a book about truth and... Um, not just myself, but I feel that a lot of women have gone through, not just in my golden era, even to today, um, not on such a level. And if it is, which it does still happen, it's on more of a down low, very hush hush where I would feel big money can control. Right. It's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. It is true, people. Um, it's, um, and it doesn't matter where you come from. It's all walks of life. 
and I'm very pro everything. Um, I've seen it all, um, practically heard it all and almost done it. And when I say a book about truth, it's not a tattletale book. And so y'all can just calm down now. <laughs> and trust me, I've, I've received phone calls and uh, warnings that if I mention their name, that they will sue me. Wow. I have received a death threat. I, yeah, in our business, in our business. And that's what, that's, what's really sad. So it just shows me that um, not only do we have things happening in every organization, if it's baseball, football, hockey, pro wrestling, um, it's out there and it exists, whatever that is. Right. So I feel um, when speaking to my attorney and then, which, you know, the book will definitely is, you know, be, be invented that um, I am not going to mention anybody's names. I'm mm-hmm. changing names just, and I decided this 30 years ago that I wouldn't mention anyone's names unless of course, you know, good friends and, you know, good stories and right. there'll be some good, you know, names mentioned, but when there's um, actual stories being told that um, names will be changed um, to protect innocence as well. And it's up to them to reveal their stories that were with or participated. And I feel that um, it was an era, um, not that it, not that a lot of things were okay, but it was an era where 30 years later, people have known about things and they've never mentioned anything. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, there's a lot of truth to that, which is explained in the book. Um, now I'm pro, very pro women. And um, I'm very uh, careful at choosing my words, just mm-hmm. because we are in a society of one cancel culture, which can twist anything in any which way. And um, I find it very ruthless. And it's very dangerous. Um, there could be an innocent person speaking and it could get, it just, I mean, I've seen innocent people speaking and have their words dissected and uh, misconstrued. Um, even in the shows today, um, if it's wrestling or if it's a reality show, or if it's a show being um, portrayed as they're telling the truth about something or somebody, right? Um, remember, those are edited and they are out for ratings themselves. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I am just careful. And <clears throat> if I were to tell a story, it'd be redundant um, for me to tell you a story because it's the same story. If you go back the last 30 years, I've told the same stories. Okay. And I don't know who programmed me that way, but I'm glad I did. And because anything that comes forth, I mean, uh, yeah, I've, I've already said that 30 years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I'm about protecting myself and my family first and God. And I don't know which way anybody swings, but it's about what I believe in. Mm -hmm. And I don't try to push or pressure anybody into anything. These are simply my views. And I think that the book will have you laughing. It will piss you off. You'll cry. At the end, you're going to be fisting your pump. And I mean, fisting your pump. You'll be pumping your fist or that too. (laughs) And so- and most of all, the book is about motivation mm-hmm. and overcoming. So there's that. Yeah. And that'll be in the spring of 2023. 
Now, uh, just piggybacking off of that, speaking of motivation and overcoming, like you listening to your interviews and the stories that you've told from the $800 from coming back from overseas and having absolutely no money to live in your car. Again. (laughs) Yeah. Again, like what? Because this business and entertainment business in general is not an easy business to to one break into and stay in like what and it's not like you didn't have a plan b like you've done other things you went to school all this other stuff so what kind of motivated you to continue on after all of that that's a great question and i i, I explain it in length in the book and i will tell you i feel that anybody that I've always been in survival mode as a child or as even growing up and even in this business. And I, I think that being in survival mode, that flight or fight situation my whole life because of my upbringing, my instincts, my instinctual was my moneymaker because when that hit, I am so in tune with my instincts that it has brought me to the choices that I have and where I'm at today. And I'm still alive today. And I'm, better than ever. And I'm always striving to be better, of course, but yeah, I, I just feel that that's, that's what it was. You know, I've always been in survival mode. It's not always the healthiest because you're on edge a lot and your stress level is like, and I'm working 24 seven, just like, you know, a lot of us are nowadays, things have changed that we have to have five freaking jobs to survive almost, you know, and Lord, <laughs> it's that stressful enough. And plus some people have families on top of that. So Katrina. So you mentioned, you know, being on survival mode. So just wanted to piggyback off that a bit. What are things you do for like making sure you have some kind of self-care time? I feel like that's always such an important thing, especially in 2021 when everything seems so hectic and crazy. What are things that you do for yourself that just kind of gives you time to decompress and just, you know, not feel like having to be always busy or like always on edge? Correct. And that's what a great question, especially right now, (laughs) because one working out, if you can find the time, even if it's meditation guys, um, take five minutes. And I know meditation's hard and I'm ready to drop my first, um, I'm a life coach. I've been a life coach for over 15 years and, um, I'll get all to that in a second, but working out is good. Your self time is good. Um, choosing if you're married, you have, or if you have a partner or whatever the case is, it's really important to let and communicate. Communication's very important. A lot of this comes back from my childhood because I never had that communication. I never had the mom and dad figure in my life. Mm-hmm. And so how I came to communication is beyond me, but I think it comes, stems from my choice of careers. Mm-hmm. This is so long and it all intertwines and it's such a spider web, but it all makes sense. So just bear with me. Okay. If you guys got the time it, um, um, mental health to me is very important. Um, especially in the last few years, I've seen more people in my business and even beyond leave us way too soon. Mm -hmm. If it's from drug addiction or mental, um, mental health, uh, suicide, Um, I've seen way too much in both of my businesses, um, monster trucks. We just lost somebody so dear. And um, of course, in wrestling. Uh, So your mental health is so, so important. 
And how I do that is I'm eating a grape. And this grape is so important because it's food, but it's the food that you choose because it affects your mental health. A lot of people, you hear about this, oh, eat organics, eat this, eat that. Mm -hmm. People, if you would have known what I just bought is that these are organic grapes. And even if you take your little spray and you wash them off or put them in water and you and it, it just does not take off the pesticides, there's still pesticides on your organic food. Mm-hmm. So I go through a ritual and I clean all of my food in certain ways. Um, and that's all in my coaching thing, but we'll talk about that later. Um, they, um, food is so important for your mental health because it gives you clarity. It gives you, um, it helps you make choices, um, your, your inner health, your own immune system. And it goes on and on and on. I'm sure you all know, and the listeners will understand as well. Um, that you need your own time, you, you need your own domain. You know, the old saying is that everyone needs their own space. Even my husband, I've never in all the years we've been married, I've never once gone into his wallet. I never once go into his dresser, dresser and I never want go into his, his man home, whatever, because that is his space. And we all need that. And so finding the right food, knowing when you need your space and your exercise is so self-care. It's the environment you live in. Mm-hmm. It's the people you choose to be with. It's the people you choose to communicate with and how I want to share even my interviews on certain podcasts. Um, you know, I have very rarely do sh- interviews. And when I do them, I do them my way. Mm-hmm. And I, because if it's unethical, immoral, or illegal, y'all, y'all can take the freaking high road. And so that has helped me a lot through my years. Um, and plus being married to a military man, he's amazing. And after 31 years, he just retired a year or so ago and being with a man that's so structured, right. kind of, I mean, it's good, but it's, right. It's good, but um, it, he's helped me in so many ways to see things differently. And it's it's um, a lot of my, I'm going to say the last 10 years being married to this man has really um, positioned me into a better person. Yeah. In somewhat. Yes, ma'am. And uh, And another answer to your question is, I, you come first, no matter what. Even in my marriage, I come first. God forbid if something happens to my husband and if I've lived under an umbrella of him, I would be lost. Mm -hmm. And then everything happens and it spirals because you haven't taken charge of your own life. That's how important you are. I don't know. I hope that helps. It goes so far in depth, though. I'm sure you get it. No, it's it's yes. You, I, I mean, you just have such a wealth of knowledge. And I'm like, again, I, I've noticed even when you do your interviews and the interviews I have seen and how you answer questions, like you're very, like, I've noticed that I was like, oh, okay, I see, I see what's happening. So that's why I'm really grateful that you like came on our show because Aww. I know you don't do a lot of shows. So I'm really appreciative of that. And I have now, like, very bad ADHD. So <laughs> when I talk, I'm like this one, and I'm like, oh yeah, that reminds me of that or that, that, that. And then I have bad OCD. <laughs> But um, this is my little room, so don't mind here. But they, um, so my towels and my cloth, like everything has to be folded just perfect. And if the dame, 
damn tag sticking out. I got to like put the tag in. So yeah, it's been an interesting life. <laughs> now, um, let's just, I'll just switch it a little bit. So you had, um, you trained in boxing and other martial arts and mm. now the world of boxing is kind of changing a little bit. Like we have celebrity boxing. So I kind of mm. want to get your take on like what you, what you think of that. Do you think it's, you know, helping boxing? Do you think it's not helping boxing? Do you think it's changing the face of boxing in general? You mean like Paul Logan and stuff? Yes. Mm, I'd like to meet him in the ring. Ooh. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Logan. <laughs> Before there was Rousey, there was really uh, a Rousey, and mm -hmm. there was Medusa Michelli, yo. But anyway, boxing, I mean, I love I love boxing now. I never planned on getting in boxing. Um, actually... I was putting myself through nursing school before I even got into wrestling. And um, that the same old story, I was introduced to Kai Michelson, which was a Hollywood stunt coordinator. And I thought, oh, my God, why is this guy trying to get me into entertainment or he's dating my girlfriend? What a pig. And but no, he wanted me to get in the entertainment business. And he said my personality would be great. And I thought, OK, I could be a stunt woman because I was a jock, gymnastics, you name it. And then he said pro wrestling. I thought, oh, what a jerk. No, you know, and then I just kind of got into it. And um, I, uh, from there, um, I had, I was, you know, had my own car, working, having money. And so I got into wrestling and I didn't get paid for three to five years. And finally I got paid $5. That's a shoot. Yes. Five bucks. That's it. I lived off my savings. I lost everything. I lived in my car, then on the streets. And then I got a job with AWA. Um, Vern Gagne and uh, Wahoo McDaniel. God, he was amazing, guys. Um, he called me and uh, gave me the opportunity and I worked with Vern. I'm getting to the $800 thing. And um, I got my first paycheck. It was $800. And I wrestled at the Cow Palace with Sherry Martell. She beat the crap out of me, dude. Oh my God, it was horrible. She beat the crap. She would never talk to me, but that's old school. And I think it's good. Mm -hmm. Having your match, you know, lined out every step is dangerous i don't know it looks so choreographed nowadays but and so i got my first check which i was so damn in debt um eight hundred dollars didn't do anything but that's when i bought uh for uh, the maselli side family um my grandmother um my aunt and my grandfather didn't have headers you know tombstones mm -hmm. or anything so you go visit you're walking all over and so i took that first check and bought three tombstones I was still in debt, but that's what I wanted to do. And, um, mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Katrina. Um, women's wrestling in general for the last like five to six years have made a lot of strides, but is there anything you think we can still improve on or do better with women wrestling in general? It, wrestling in general is always evolutionizing, right? And so is women. We've come a long way, by the way. Yes. We've come a long way, baby. That old saying. Wasn't it a cigarette commercial? We've come a long way. Anyway, way before your time. So, yes. We still do need a lot of um, growing. Um, I'm glad to see that we have some women writers with WWE. That's good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have any women agents when I was over there last, I didn't see any, maybe one, 
Um, um, AEW, there's no women agents when I was over there. But women in general, the wrestling ability and has really like hit rough. Like it's really good. Like today's women's wrestling is what I was doing back then. And I was so ahead of my time and it's so good to see it 30 years later. (laughs) I felt like a time traveler. Let me tell me, come up forward and, you know, tell people way it's going to be, but for the future, um, we're going to evolve more. And I know women are finally getting better paychecks, which is good because I mean, I never made over, I never made over a hundred thousand with the, when I was with WWE, I know that's a shocker. Mm. Nope, never. And, um, and then when you did make decent money, which is, you know, still below a hundred thousand people are thinking, well, God, that's good money. Well, no, because you had to pay for, you had to pay for all your own stuff, plus your outfits and mm-hmm. by the and then you pay taxes by the way and so that you were left with um in the hole <laughs> you know but you kept going um and i think that's how every era has its special meaning to it like it or dislike it mm-hmm. every i mean even the um attitude era as scathy as it was I mean, it rocked, right? Because that was the time. That's what life was going through. Not, I mean, not that it was acceptable, but that's what was happening. Um, um, and then, of course, it started getting a little more serious and change and change and change. I'll tell you a nice little story was that when I got inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2015, when I saw or I was on the podium, my hair and curlers, no makeup or anything. And my husband's out there and I'm like, you know, kind of timing myself going out there and, you know, acting like I'm, you know, doing my speech. And all of a sudden I hear this voice come up behind me. It's like, Alundra. I went, oh, shit. oh, my God, that's Vince McMahon. I haven't seen him over 20 years. Oh, my God. And so when he came up, he gave me a big hug. And I said, oh, and I, I'm first thing out of my mouth. I straighten his tie and I'm like, you look damn good, sir. And he goes, well, thank you, Miss Blaze. And um, and then I hugged him again. And uh, it was so tight and long. And I just said, I'm sorry. And he said, no worries. And so it was just like after all of that, that was really cool. And he, he told me, and I'm getting to all this too, is that he told me that you're the reason why we are here this evening, because you are what we are going forward. And I'm like, what? He goes, everything that I believed in when I, you know, basically when he hired me is what he wants to transform in today. Mm-hmm. So him saying that to me, it just shows me that they moved in the right direction and his ideas goals goal was have the athleticism of a woman um, and to carry it forward and to keep carrying the torch. And, um, and they did, and they are. And so I'm really glad to see that, you know, and I think the face of WWE right now is a few women. Mm-hmm. So it's not just one woman anymore. That's good. So yeah. that, that makes me happy. You know what I mean? So, um, but again, just like the guys, the women are fighting for position. And, and, and it, and I will say this, it sounds counter, like I'm countering, but you are in entertainment and you can be dropped as Mm -hmm. fast as someone, you know, you can be picked up 
it's entertainment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're all disposable, even the top ones. And I don't know why people get so angry. I mean, I mean, I do, if it's, if it's dissolved in a way that's very disrespectful, like my situation, I mean, I got, I got a FedEx letter in the mail saying I was let go and I was still their champion. What? What? I was such a Vince girl. I was a, I was a company girl passed every piss test, excuse me, but every, you know, test and always was on time can count on me. And I was like, Oh, yeah. So that there alone should tell people that you're. Yeah. If you're not running the show, then anything is possible. Um, Now you have said in a couple interviews that you would love to have a match with Charlotte Flair and, you know, for, for, for folks who, you know, we weren't, you guys weren't behind the scenes. You just came from the gym. So I'm assuming you can still go. So has there been any, cause you know, we had Trish and Lita come back and they did a little bit of a run. So one, would you be open to doing a run? And two, has there been any talks as far as with Charlotte or anybody else in WWE? Oh, well, um, everything from here, just hear me out because I love the, and I love Trish. I mean, I mean, I've gotten to, I really got to know her in the last couple of years and I, I respect the hell out of her. Um, and she was in an attitude era that, you know, you had to do what you had to do. Right. Um, I, me, I would have said, you know, up yours bye, because <laughs> I wouldn't put up with that's just my personality. I don't care money or not. I've, mm-hmm. I mean, I've lost it three times in my life, you know, financially because of this business and I still came on top, you know what I'm saying? So my integrity is more important than anything. And um, it seems like uh, attitude forward is what they do with the girls. It's like, they always pick, this is nothing against Trish or Lita. Let's get this straight. Mm -hmm. But it seems like that they always pick those two and move forward and run with it. When there are women before the attitude era that made that happen. Right. I mean, you have a Wendy Richter, you have a Leilani Kai, Mm -hmm. you have the jumping bomb angels. Um, You have right down the line that are still alive Mm -hmm. that, you know, if it wasn't for Wendy Richter, even before me, none of this would be happening because she stood her ground. She was the first one to stand her ground and said, screw you and left, mm-hmm. left because she was rock and roll wrestling with the whole Cindy Lopper. And she, I mean, she was as big as Hogan. Mm-hmm. And she, I mean, Hogan was getting paid. I mean, and I love Hogan. This is just, we're talking business. Think about it now. Here's Hogan, Hogan's pay. Here was her during that whole thing. Why? Mm -hmm. Right? So we're still fighting for that. You know, to circle back about that too, and evolution. I mean, that pay is still got to get better. Yeah. Much better. So no talks with WWE, you coming back or a storyline or... Anything like that? <laughs> Look at her. See, there's three pictures for me and you're down below. Look at her down there. <laughs> oh my God. She's waiting. She's chomping at the bits. Okay. Just... So, so everyone says it's like um, Charlotte's reincarnated from me or something. Cause we, I mean, she, everyone's like, oh my God, she's beginning to look like you more and more. And um, I'm like, well, thank you. God dang. She's hot. Thank you. <laughs> but um, um, Charlotte would be good. However, I feel that I deserve a retirement match. I don't care if it's three minutes or if it's an hour long, I deserve one. 
And every federation knows I have it out there. Hello, Impact. Hello, AEW. Hello, WWE. Hello, NWA. Hello, ROA. Hello, Impact. Whatever, right? And so it's out there. Okay. And um, I would definitely have a retirement match and I would choose my opponent. And it, the opponent would have to be someone that could carry me. And what I mean by that is no disrespect to myself, is that if I were to forget something and I need someone to take care of my body, because I'm not 20, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you have to be real, you know, and I'm, I'm much older than Trish and Lita, you know, I could be both of your mothers, you know, so um. Yeah, you'd have to be somebody that would uh, take care of me in the match. And of course, likewise. Okay. So if it was WWE and you had the match. Oh my God. You're. No, 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 no. I'm I'm getting off it. So it would be Charlotte. But if there was Impact or AEW, do you have any names in any of those promotions that you you would want to have your retirement match match with? Uh, I'd have to think about it. I just, I'm not, I mean, I know better to throw names out there because then people take that, what I said and say, Medusa wants a match with this person. There's no one else. No. So I don't, I would have to think about it and really, I mean, here's, here's something guys you can leave. Think about who's in each roster, Mm -hmm. who has the knowledge and the experience. Um, and I would have a good match with, and then you're probably right. Okay. All okay, right. let me ask you uh-huh. and you. Okay. Okay. Who would you want me to who would you want me to have my retirement match in WWE with? Any of them. Okay. I've been waiting for this question. Oh god. I love ideas. <laughs> and I I think there has been some times where I feel like WWE still in my ideas, which is not true, but in my mind. So here's the thing: you come back. And, you know, you're doing your stuff back backstage. You're helping everybody out, all this other stuff. And, you mm-hmm. know, you, you, we can't get there's there's so many isms out there. And yeah. ism is a thing. So yeah. you're going to have, you know, one of these wrestlers. I'm thinking, you know, definitely. OK, it's forming like a Sasha Banks. And she's mm-hmm. she's, she's going to feel like, OK, well, who like, you know, almost like. Who is she? She hasn't done anything. I'm I'm the ish. I'm the boss. Like, you know, not giving you your respect. Right, right. Then Charlotte comes and like tries to educate her. And then, mm. you know, Sa- Sasha and Charlotte have an issue. But then, you know, you're telling Charlotte, I-, I can take care of myself. Like I've been doing this. You know, I've you know, I've been around. I'm second generation, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. And so then what happens is you have the challenge with you and Sasha. Then you have the challenge with you and Charlotte. And then you put them both in their place. And I think Bailey runs in. Ding dong. Ding. See, she was one of my choices. Because <laughs> <laughs> Bailey's really good. Bailey's knowledgeable. Yeah. So um, that's I just I love her style. And, that's, what, um, that's what that's what I would do. And I mean, don't get me like wrong. Call from Steph or something. Oscar would be good. Well, of course, I'm Japanese. Oscar would be amazing. You know what? See, there's just so many. Yeah. And Natty and Beth Phoenix. I mean, come on. Where do you stop? Do we have like a 14 woman tag? Yes. <laughs> Yes, all of that. (laughs) And then for AEW, um, 
definitely Thunder Rosa. Mm. Agreed. She's okay. going to trace my AW. Or maybe Sheeta. Yeah. I can see that oh, happening. Oh, those too. two. Those yep. two definitely. Yeah. And then Sheeta you having, would be amazing. Yeah. And then you having a backstage, you know, tiff with um, Dr. Britt Baker. Because, you know, I love to hate her. Like, I love her character. And I feel like you would put her character in your, like, her, her place. Because she'll say something that's like disrespectful. And you'd be like, I don't think you know who I am. And I feel like that. That okay, let's let's do a short little promo. Pretend you know somebody's Britt Baker here or someone. Okay, so I'm on the Jericho cruise coming up, and her and I are doing a podcast live on the boat with Jericho. Hmm. Hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, I want to see that. I want to see that. I That'll be that. interesting, but it won't be live. Like you guys won't be able to see it because I think because of internet and stuff. Yeah, they but I'm have. sure it'll be out as soon as we hit land or something. You know. I don't know, like, but that'll be interesting, right? I want to see all of it. But I, it Jazz is going to be there too, though. Jazz will be there on the podcast. So her yeah. and I are tight. I love her. Jazz is awesome. Um, yes. One last WWE question. So you were in, you were inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2015. Mm-hmm. And um, at the time, you said in another interview, you didn't think it was even going to happen because it had been like 20 oh, years. Oh, hell no. So now no. do you think there's anybody who's in that, I don't know, for lack of a better term, like WWE jail that you think will eventually become Hall of Famer or that you think should be a Hall of Famer? Well, I mean, I like to see WWE's Hall of Fame, a brick and mortar situation first instead of traveling Hall of Fame. But let me tell you, each WWE or each um, WrestleMania where they have all the stuff for the... um, legends and whatnot is really cool they their layout is really cool during wrestlemania however i'd still like to see a you know brick and mortar of the hall of fame and as far as jail who knows who's going to open up their mouth next week and put the i don't know you know what does cancer culture say maybe we should ask them oh boy yeah that's a whole no no i'm just saying um the thing i could piss somebody off next week by what i say who you know you gotta learn to oh that's another thing you gotta have thick skin for all this crap right um so i don't know doesn't everyone if they've if they've tied their boots and been in that ring for a while and they're retired and and they're not so anti whatever but I mean, don't you think they deserve a little recognition? I think so. I mean, I, I think too. Um, if they contributed and made a difference, then yeah, I'm for it. I mean, there's a lot of things I don't agree with, you know, with people or political, but I still love people and I still hang yeah. out with the ones I choose to. And, you know, you got to look at their contributions and, you know, are they a good person? Yeah. That's I think uh, jazz. Jazz is one of them that I hope mm. soon. Yes, that's right. She is yeah. in jail, isn't she? Yeah. So I hope that I hope that happens. I uh, guess I need to know why. I mean, you know, I mean, I think I know. But what's again, the rumor? OK, what's the rumor? Um, I, believe, I believe it has to do with the lawsuit. But again, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, oh, yeah. Are you talking about the concussion gimmick thing? Yeah, I think so. <sighs> so but I don't stupid. know. That's so stupid um, if it is, though. Yeah. So, right? Isn't that a concerned subject? <laughs> right. But again, we don't know like what happened behind the scenes. I'm just it, like, 
I, I, Amen, sister, not just on jazz, but yeah. there's a thing or I'm, I'm, I'm pro jazz. So I'm just saying that with jazz or anybody, and even for someone on the other side, we don't know what went on behind the scenes on mm-hmm. anything until, you know, and, and even fact checking on some of this crap is even wrong. Cause you can't even believe a fact check anymore. Yeah. You know, I've seen fact checks that are wrong. Like what? So, you know what, here's my answer to this. If anyone wants to, wants to know the story, why don't you just go to the source? And if they want to open up a bottle, let them, let them open up. If not, then shut your trap. There it is. Katrina? Um, I know you made it into the Guinness Book of World Records, which I thought was oh. pretty awesome. How was that for you? Because I thought that, like, I used to read those as a kid a lot and just, like, to see what common list was in there. And I know you made it for being the first woman uh, master truck driver, which is pretty amazing. So how was that for you, like, finding out that you made the list? That was pretty incredible. I had to check to make sure that they were right. <laughs> I am not kidding. I'm like, Alan, did you see that? My husband, he's like, what's that? And I go, I don't know. Someone said I'm in the Guinness World Book of Records for something. I, th- I don't know. I said, it's probably a work. <laughs> and then I checked it out and by George, it is. So um, yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm not too many people know about it or, you know, I don't really, as you know, I don't, or you don't know, but I, I mean, I don't, I just don't put, I, you know, I've never talked about that really. I don't, it's cool. I don't, besides right here, because I game on Twitch, I'm a gamer and I have all this crap here before my fans. This is the first thing in like 35, 40 years that I've ever put up. It's well, I just started gaming during this pandemic for mm-hmm. something to do. So, and to answer that, I mean, if you were to walk into my house, you'd never know what I do for a living or did. And I'm in both monster trucks or wrestling. Never had one thing up, never a picture of my Guinness World Book of Records or it's in 25 plastic bins. <laughs> Nothing. So I'm proud of everything. Um, I guess someday I'll have a hero room. I don't know. That's you what my should. husband calls a hero room. I don't know. You should. What's your favorite game to play? Mm. So I, so during the pandemic, right? What am I going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And that's when traveling and everything, you know, just went down to nil. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, okay, well, we just got doing this trailer documentary and uh, on myself. Um, and we got done with the trailer and I stopped the documentary after I got um, approached to do my book. So I, I, I want the book to come out first and then the documentary and hopefully a movie and whatnot. And so my filmmaker said, Hey, the other filmmaker is a gamer. You should get together with him. If you like playing games, I'm like, in my day, I played (laughs) Pac-Man It's in Galagaga or whatever the hell it is. And they're like, no, really? You should check it out. I'm like, Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, I got with him and we were talking and he gave me this rundown. He goes, you need to get all this stuff from Amazon. <laughs> I looked at the list and I'm like, what do I do with that? And he goes, oh, and you're going to have to build your own tower. I'm like, I know how to turn on com- uh, whatever, blah, 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 blah. So sure enough, you know, thousands of dollars later, you get all your stuff and I get the tower and all these boxes to go in this tower. So I laid on my floor with my laptop camera. And they instructed me 
how to do it <laughs> through the laptop. Wow. Yeah. And so now I game and I play lots. I love horror flick games. Now's the perfect month for yes. horror flicks. So, <laughs> yes. You I just too? got so excited. I like, kind of Oh games. my God. Girl, let me tell you, I got to get on my glasses for this. So, <laughs> so I play, there's Phasma, uh, Phasma, Phasmophagoria or whatever it's called, Phasmo. And I, uh, Blair Witch, Left for Dead. Um, one of my yes. favorite ones is Detroit Becoming. Um, that's really cool. I love the real, like realistic stuff. Um, Fallout 76. I just started playing that. Um, okay. There's five nights at Freddy's, which I hate. I, oh my God. Look that up. It's a crazy <laughs> little dumb game. Um, there, Visage. Have you played Visage yet? No, not yet. Oh my God. Oh, it'll freak you out. Okay. Oh, so that's amazing. I'm going to add that to my list now. Visage. <laughs> oh, you too? I have oh, to add it to my what, list. Wait a minute. That's... What's your what's your gamer handle? Oh my, <laughs> my Twitch is in Cat We Trust. Wait, wait, what? In Cat We Trust. With a K or C? K. Okay. Oh, I'm checking you out. Because okay. tonight I tonight <laughs> I stream. No, so I stream tonight, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Ooh, look at Okay, out. so okay. I will definitely be on your Twitch. So check this out. Oh my god, it'd be so that's good. my reasoning during quarantine. Is I got me a PS4. I was like, okay, I gotta kill some time. <laughs> oh, that is so good. I was on Paige's Twitch last night, and her and I were uh, talking back and forth. Okay, so um, Dead by Daylight, I got that. I need to do that more. Um, Little Nightmares, you gotta check out Little Nightmares. It's so cute and it's scary. It's so cool. okay. That's anyway, my kind of going on. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Yes. And there's this really cool game. If you like to figure things out, it's called Limbo. Check that out. Okay. Gosh, it's black and white. It's world, all it is, is black and white. It's black <laughs> and white picture. And it is amazing. Yeah. So and I can go on and on and on. To my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can go up against each other. Yes. Because <laughs> you say you have Dead by Daylight, and I have been wanting to play that with somebody. I just haven't had Me an too. and I have that. So, oh man, we have to make this. Have you happen. been playing it already? I played once since Me I too. bought it. That's it. And I haven't again. So, so okay, good. So, we okay. have to make this happen. Sorry about that. No okay, worries. now. <laughs> no worries. It's like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> uh, one, day. one day. Um, so, Again, I don't know how much information you're going to give with this question, but um, oh Lord have mercy! I absolutely love, and I'm sure everybody else does who really appreciates a good um, a good manager, Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. And uh, you said in a couple interviews that you know you you know you've traveled with him, etc. Do you have one Paul Heyman story that you're willing to share um, or tease <laughs> that's going to be in your book? Well couple but and do you think he should run for president oh lord <laughs> oh my god i don't know I, I if it was between him and trump i wouldn't vote for either and i love paul <laughs> yeah. anyway so anyway um let's see here um okay okay there's a cute one um it's with rick and paul and me so we would always travel together right Okay. Rick would sit in the back seat. 
I could never sit in the back seat. He made me right up front with Paul and Paul always drove. So someone asked me on an interview a while ago, how did you ever come up with the name Ducey? And I just remembered, I'm going to say a couple of weeks ago, Rick, Rick Root is the one that gave me the name Ducey because he would always say, hey, Ducey, um, blah, blah, blah. Hey, Ducey, get me this. Hey, Ducey, make sure you take off my robe just perfect. And don't do this. Make sure your hands are up here. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, prima donna narcissist whatever so and i'm like okay little prima donna and so we're riding and he would purposely have paul they'd have these cues or something and he would have paul roll up the windows and lock them and he'd smoke a joint because i never got high took pills drank whatever and he would lock me in that damn car while we drove while he smoked his pot and i was pissed oh my gosh i was so mad yes and i'd be like i'd have like a contact high and i was such a jock i was scared i was and they would laugh at me it's crazy anyway that's one story now are there gonna be more paul Heyman stories in your book that we can look forward to Mm -hmm. okay all right oh yeah absolutely paul is a big part huge implement just he implemented a lot he he gave me a lot of opportunities I mean, if you think about it, Paul, as we grew in this business, we were always kind of, you know, kind of together, um, AWA, WCW, you know, um, and whatnot. So, yeah, I mean, he's, he really gave me the opportunity in many things. I always wanted to go to ECW when he was there, but I never had the opportunity because I was out doing other things, but I almost did. I cut a promo with Sherry one time and, oh my gosh, it was so brutal. And, um, all of a sudden I got picked up and that's when I went to WWF. There it is. Katrina. Yes. I know you was, um, you was the presenter of the, um, AEW's women tag team tournament championship cup. And you gave that to, um, Ivelisse and Diamante. How was that mm-hmm. for you? Cause I thought that was a pretty interesting, uh, tournament for AEW to have. Have they uh, had especially... another tournament for anything? Have they had a tag team match at all? I haven't really been pushing the tag teams for the women for a while like no they haven't yeah they haven't really since them have they yeah ivelisse is gone and yeah do you, where's she at is she still there do you mind there yeah yeah she's still yeah, there she's still okay. there yeah because kira hogan just came over yeah she's still right there. right yeah kira what a cutie oh, so um you know when i got that call to do that i thought it was pretty cool and um you know, to work with them, you know, working, um, I've known Cody since he was a kid. And of course, um, Dustin and, you know, meeting Tony, uh, Tony really loves the business. He's been watching it since he was a kid. That's a shoot. Um, he knows his stuff and he loves the eighties era. Um, he loves this business. And I, I mean, just from what I spoke to him, I don't believe like he's like, oh, I'm going to get them and run them to the ground. I think his focus is just trying to make his business good. Honestly, that's from my heart. I mean, I have nothing to gain or lose by saying that because <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. Because when I was there, um, they asked me, you know, go ahead and just, you know, it was really nice. Get, just, you know, say small, you know, short little promo, go out there, present these. That's how you're going to do it. And that's it. I'm like, OK, I can do that. So I just, you know, walked in the bathroom, was going over my lines, whatever I wanted to say. They gave me free reins and um, presented the 
take team. Now I could have went out there and just cut a promo, blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't about me. It was my first time going there. Right. So I wanted to, you know, here's my presence, you know, but I didn't want to. Blah. Right. So I said what I said, which I thought was very deliverable. And uh, the girls did great. And uh, that was it. I never heard from them again. Not even a phone call, not even blah, blah, blah. That was it. So I thought, well, that was strange, you know? So uh, not sure what, what, you know, what really happened there, but I got to work with Kenny Omega and Hangman in a, you know, in, in a small little video thing they did for their YouTube. And it was great. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Um, but I, I didn't, um, I don't know. Then nothing else transpired from that hmm. at all. Don't know what really happened there. Well, we still have time and you never know, especially like, I think they're just trying to do so much that like I experienced this too. Like I'm going to stop you right there. It's a crack of crap. No. Well, How many people? No, not, not your opinion, but the, but that belief, I mean, yeah. not, you're not seeing, no, but that's, that's a crack of crap. You know why? Because look at everyone they hired from WWE. That's a crack of crap. There it is. That's going to be the intro video. <laughs> that's that's a crack of crap. <laughs> That's going to be the intro. That's a crack of crap. Cheers. That's a crack of crap. <laughs> it's only, it's only tea in here, dear. It's a crack of crap. Uh, women's wrestling talk. Rapid hot tags. Hello, wrestling friends. I'm Leslie Cologne. And I'm Emily May. And we're the hosts of the Roads to the Top after show. Watch us every week after AEW Dynamite. Right here on the Women's Wrestling Talk YouTube channel. Bring your wine. Let's have some fun as we take the road to the top. Uh, so we're going to get into rapid hot tags. Rapid hot tags is when I ask a question, you say the first thing that comes to your mind. Um, mm. Are you ready? Okay. okay. Uh, who is your favorite artist of all time? Led Zeppelin. Uh, oh, I'm, oh, you mean wrestling? No, no, no. No, you say <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Led Zeppelin. Yeah, I don't know. I'm on still music mode from this weekend. What the hell? Uh, favorite body part, body part to work on. Um, okay, so I got a question to that. Uh-huh. Is when you say a body part to work on, is it is it me and my husband, or is it me wrestling, or is it me monster? Tra- what? <laughs> what? My mind is all over. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. If it's my if it's my husband, I love him working on my buns. And then if it's wrestling, I love the belly to back suplex, German suplex. That's good. Well, I'll take that. <laughs> if you were able if you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which one would you choose? Myself. Yeah. Yeah. If I was 90, I would definitely want to choose my body right now for being 60 next year. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, no, no (laughs) facelifts, no makeup, no Botox, though. I want to get some right here. I think. Oh my gosh. You look amazing. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Anyway, so yeah, if I look, if I'm 90, I look back, what, 30-year-old or what, 30 years? So 90, 80, 70, say, yeah, myself. Hell yeah. 
There so. it is. Well, you you are the you are the answer to the question. You're absolutely right. I like it. Uh, last question. Keeping it real. <laughs> if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Ooh, I want to be like the um, planaria or the water bear. Google that right now, and you <laughs> like, guys wait, are. I am not kidding. Okay. So my superpower would be try is to try to be like one of these iconic, um, immortal beings. Okay. Okay. And it's, I, I think it's the water bear. I'd I'd like to be, <laughs> I'd like to find out what the hell's in the water bear to efficiently live through the hottest, hottest, hottest climate. Okay. And, or to live through the coldest, 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 coldest climate. And the water bear is one of the longest living immortal beings. And then the planaria, I think it's called, or planera, planaria. Uh-huh. Now that B-I-T, that, now that is a badass. Check it out. So I'm pretty sure it's P-L-A and I, Google it real quick. Is she Googling someone? Google. I think I, I, are you Googling Katrina? I thought you were looking. At I that. did for the water bear. So I definitely did. <laughs> so you I did for that one. Okay, planaria. I believe it's P L E N E R I A. Girls. I mean, so I mean, we got to figure out what's in our oceans because what's ever living in our waters. Okay, yeah, I see what this is. Are I mean, those are the two right that have that live eternally. Like, figure it out. Maybe that's why they tell us don't go in the waters or you know, they, they they come out with the movies jaws to scare us to stay away from the ocean because there's a whole hidden world under there because oh, yeah. those things are living forever hmm. okay anyway that planaria if you read about it it brings back time like they can get younger no you're i know you're looking at me like i'm some crazy but these Uh-oh. are real living things right uh-huh. yeah thank you <laughs> yeah it's wrong (laughs) thank you very much so as soon as i found record of this i'm like that's me on my keyboard oh how do i how do i do this how do we make this a plant or a food or what are are they eating is it i know it's seaweed probably (laughs) definitely not meat maybe i don't eat meat so i haven't eaten red meat or pork or anything for over 35 years that's why, yeah, that's, that's actually what I was going to ask you. Cause I noticed a lot of, a lot of, I can't speak to men cause I don't really look at them, but a lot of the women um, who are, you know, vegetarian, vegan, um, Cicely Tyson, who just passed away. She's been like, vegetarian. <gasps> she was so amazing. I loved her. Amazing. When did she pass? I think last year or the beginning. Yeah. Of the year? She was like 90, 98 or something. 98 girls. She still looked so flawless. Yeah. That she Didn't looked- she, she was so, I loved her distinct jawline. And it was, she, when she spoke, she spoke with authority, you know, and eloquence and Oh, that woman rocked. Yeah. And mm. that's, it's another one. So a lot of people I know like, yes. look amazing. They just, they've stopped eating meat for a long time, which is good. Um, so la- red meat, pork is bad. Yes. And yeah. so also um, no dairy. I do almond and oat milk, oat milk. I'm a little careful with, but, um, and if you drink almond milk, make sure it is the organic because the regular almonds are so, um, what do you call it when you zap crap in the microwave? Um, anyway, it's, they're full of that. And, um, by the way, oh, gosh. be careful anyway. 
I could talk about health. Mm -mm -mm. Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. I am Katrina from InCat We Trust and also one of the hosts of Women's Wrestling Talk. Thank you so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk News Edition. I have a lot to talk about, so let's get to it. It was announced that Awesome Kong will be entering the Impact Hall of Fame. Now, at the end of August, it, Awesome Kong came out at the end of NW Empower to announce her retirement after an illustrious career in wrestling. Christy Hum came out to not only congratulate Awesome Kong, but to give her her flowers as she deserved. And she will be the second woman ever to be inducted in the Impact Hall of Fame, Gail Kim being the first one. So I wanted to give a big congratulations to Austin Kong for not only an amazing career, but for being an, inducted into the Hall of Fame. That is such an honor, and we at Women's Wrestling Talk congratulate you for that. Now, most people know that Impact was having their Knockouts Knockdown Tournament, which aired on October 9th, 2021. The final match wound up being between Tasha Stills and Mercedes Martinez. The match ended with Mercedes Martinez taking on Tasha and winning by pinfall. This now allows Mercedes to get a shot at the women's title after Bound for Glory. Bound for Glory already have the title match scheduled between Deanna Perosa defending against Mickey James. Whoever the winner of that match will be will take on Mercedes Martinez next. So I'm looking forward to see what happens not only at Bound for Glory, but to see what Mercedes do and can she become the new women's champion at Impact. WWE has started their Queen's Crown Tournament started on SmackDown's October 8th episode. The first Two matches of the quarterfinals was Selena Vega versus Tony Storm and Carmella versus Liv Morgan. The winners of those matches was Carmella and Selena Vega. On Monday Night Raw, October 11th, we had Natalya versus Dewdrop and Dana Brooke versus Shayna Baszler. The winners of that match was Shayna Baszler and Dana Brooke. So now the semifinals will take place on SmackDown's episode on October 15th and Monday Night Raw episode on October 18th, leading to the finals on October 21st at WWE's pay-per-view Crown Jewel. It was announced this past week that Women of Wrestling WOW will be revived for television coming soon. It was also announced that AJ Lee, former WWE Woman and Divas Champion, will be acting as an executive producer and also doing some commentary work for WOW. WOW will also be featured on Viacam CBS, which is the network's largest women's wrestling deal signed in history. Now, while I do have my personal feelings about Tessa Blanchard also being with WOW, I do want to give a congratulation for me and the rest of Women's Wrestling Talk to AJ Lee on this amazing deal. To the other women like Alex Garcia and Danny B, who are some awesome women indie wrestlers as well. Congratulations. Also, I want to wish Rhea Ripley a happy 25th birthday. Her birthday was this past weekend. So a happy birthday to you, Rhea, from us at Women's Wrestling Talk. That wraps up Women's Wrestling Talk News Edition. Please remember to follow Women's Wrestling Talk on all social media at www.talkpod. Also go check the website at www.wwtalkpod.com. I am Katrina once again. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram in Cat We Trust, the E's a three. You can also find me on YouTube and Facebook and in Cat We Trust. And I'm also on Twitch, so go follow me on there. Thank you so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Okay, so last question, because we want to keep you for uh, too much longer. So we do a panel question where everybody on this panel answers the question. So oh, I already did that with Led Zeppelin. No, just kidding. <laughs>
So the, the question is, uh, you have to embark on a 21 city tour and you have mm. to be in the car with either one or two wrestlers for this trip. Who would you ride with and why? Hmm. Well, you know, that's like a long thought process, but just to, could you imagine? I want to be with people that, that experienced life and uh, that didn't have any hesitations and knowing that nothing was being videoed or recorded and we could have our honest conversation. Mm. And could you imagine what you could really open up and learn, you know, um, there, you're talking about just in our business or just yeah, no, it could be anybody. This is like just a fictitious question. The, 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 the reason why. Mm. <sighs> That's just so not fair. That's just so not fair. I would, would you? Okay. So I'd bring back like a, I definitely would want Tesla in there. Okay. The, the, the original Tesla dude, not the, moneymaker right now mm-hmm. and um um and then you'd have somebody of i don't know wealth and well then you could bring in a person that has history from way back that would is so knowledgeable i that's so not fair I, then i would pick that's I can't because I, I mean, that is just so crazy. I mean, why wouldn't people think about this? Because, you know, I, right now, you know what I'm doing? I'm trying to think and try to be like, and I shouldn't like try to be politically correct. And it's like, cause someone's going to take it out of context. Like, Oh my God, this person's this way. That person's well, that there's way. There's so many people in the world. You could choose Katrina. Do you have an answer? Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, if we're doing wrestlers, I would probably go with Xavier Woods because he's oh. like so funny. Yeah, and like just his YouTube channel, always like mm-hmm. he's just so like energetic, and I I I like that kind of like personality where it's just like even if I'm like more reserved and quiet, if somebody's energetic, I can go off of that. So I would yes. love to be like with him, and then maybe Jacqueline. Because I would love oh. to just access some life stories. She's like, so quiet. And she was one of my too. first, like, you know, black women in wrestling that I mm-hmm. like, you know, I can remember growing up since, you know, the attitude era is more my era yes, <laughs> of wrestling. Yes. So Jacqueline being like one of the super amazing black women, just kind of doing her thing and being a hardcore champion. I would love to just ask her her stories from just, oh, you know, her life. That's sweet. So, yeah, I'm, sure she would love, I'm sure she would love to hear that too. That's sweet. Oh. Yeah. Because. She was kind of quiet, you know. Yeah. Um, do you remember who the first black woman wrestler was? Do you remember her name? Uh, I want to say it's, oh, is it Eleanor? I can't. Oh, my friend's going to kill me for this because we just did. <laughs> uh-huh. We literally was just talking about this a few months ago with one of my friends. And she would be amazing to have in the stories and the things that they went through, you know? Um, yeah just incredible or is it esther i think her name's esther is it google it i think it's either yeah and uh 
I didn't know too much until, of course, I read and did my diligence. And I thought, wow, what a strong woman to be through that. Um, and then oh, I dug okay, in. Yeah, it's, it's Ethel Johnson. That's true. Ethel name. Johnson. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, and, um, and then I dug, I went, then you go down wherever you're checking out, yeah, you end up going yeah. down these rabbit holes. It's mm-hmm. like two hours later. Um, then I found those two. There was a tag team, a black woman tag team that was incredible in her era. And I'm like, I didn't know that. Why isn't that spoke about? There's a biography by, uh, we had him on the show, Chris Ornia, I believe his last name is. And he did a biography on black women wrestlers, like the starting of them. And it's really, really interesting. Um, And I think they actually talked a a bit about it on um, the dark side of the ring as well. I saw, I saw a bit about it. Did they? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And that's, you know, there's another show too that, you know, a lot. I mean, I've liked some of their shows. I mean, I thought they were okay and stuff, but I mean, even then that stuff is, you know, they'll put somebody's answer or word in something and then they'll have somebody all of a sudden talking about something and it misconstrues what you said. So remember, even that is edited in ways that's not very becoming but yet remember even that shows on ratings you know yeah well i mean it's all about it's all about editing if you were to take all interviews it would be you know six seven hours so yeah i i it's for me i understand but i definitely agree people should realize that you know the five minutes you see there's so much more and you're like okay they may have said that but um why did they put that person right after what she said or he said Mm -hmm. to amplify it you know i don't know that's why i'm so careful i just no as you should be um my answer for 20 was when you said uh i always go back to austin xavier i like xavier the new day would be a good one but i also feel like if i could be a fly on the wall with um Deanna Prazo and Chelsea Green. I feel like they have amazing <laughs> together. And Deanna Prazo is lit, though. Yeah. She is lit. I mean, she'll she says it like it is. I love that girl. In fact, I have when I first came out with my podcast, um, Full Throttle. Um, I, I I had it for like three years, and then I started paving the way. And I I took this year off um, from paving the way, so I'm about ready to start it again. Um, but I had Deanna Prazo before she was even when she was in Shimmer and I had her on my um, podcast. She was so cute. Yeah, awesome. I loved her. She just, you know, she just spoke her mind. Yes. So that she's be- an honest girl. Yeah. I, I mean, I like her to this day. When I was at NWA um, here recently with Mickey James mm-hmm. and Jazz. Amazing um, event. And we did the Empower. Yeah, I was pretty impressed. I mean, I thought it was real. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. And I hope that there is more, you know, absolutely. Um, I hate the one-offs that, you know, that women have, and then there's nothing more, you know, good example. And that is the evolution, right? Just what the hell happened? <laughs> Why not? Let's not start on that. Yeah. Let's do That's a whole nother interview guys. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Totally. <laughs> that's the whole thing. Um, so thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you for all the things we went through and we finally made it work. Yes, we did. Um, we hope that actually, actually one last question. You just bring it. I got grapes to eat. Come on. One last question. What's the question that I'm going to start asking everybody this? The one question where like, and I know you don't do too many interviews, but the one question like people ask where you're just like, do your research. Like, don't ask me that question anymore. Is there one question where you're just like, okay. Is there a question like that? 
the title in the trash. I mean, why'd you do it? And I'm like, oh, dude. That's why uh, we didn't ask it. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, God, it's so redundant. <laughs> so redundant. Who <clears throat> swallowed rock? It was a grape. It wasn't clean. That one wasn't clean. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah. That question's all the time. That question gets asked all the time. Well, who asked who and who brought who in? And oh, I don't know. <laughs> you can go look it up. Oh, I'm so glad we didn't answer that question because I feel like you've asked that question. You've been asked that question so many times. I'm like, you guys can, people can look that up. Like, we don't even need to like rehash it. It's not going to change. The answer is not going to change anytime soon. So, um, but again, thank you so much for coming on. Um, yes, thank you. What other stuff? Because we have the book coming out in uh, 2023. Is there any other stuff mm, to where people can find you? Okay. So the book um, will be out spring of 2023, um, ECW Publishing. And we're going to have like a, we're going to do something different. So, um, we're going to have like a pre-launch party. We're going to have a, uh, book tour party. And on that book tour party, I'll be doing my, um, uh, wrestling diary story tour. Ooh. So, yeah. So it's like a comedy show and, uh, but it's a wrestling story show. Mm-hmm. So the only two that are doing it or a couple, I think is like Jake goes out and does his storytelling. Mick does his Mick Foley. And um, so I'll be starting mine next year. Okay. And uh, not next year so much, but it'll be closer to the summer. And we're going to start getting my feet wet and start getting, you know, start doing my uh, wrestling diary tour. And then along with that, we'll be booking those with my book tour. So that'll be kind of exciting. Um, Launched my Twitch. It's been a year now. So we're going to do another 24-hour stream. We've already done one. So we're going to do another 24-hour stream probably in November. Um, Those are always fun. Oh, wait till you get on our 24-hour stream. It's so much fun. It is. I do um, yoga. Um, my husband and I grill out, we do a lunch session and it's 24 hours of gaming and talking and having fun. And it's just, it's great. So we're getting ready to do that. And I have my Twitch channel, which has been so successful and my mods are amazing. Um, also launching, um, I've had a children's book that's been written forever and just that is getting ready to be published. Um, uh, children's book has four series to it. Um, let's see, it's called Medusa and her monster truck friends. So it's the monster truck books and, um, it goes around the world. Um, the second one is Medusa and her, um, uh, Medusa goes down under. So it's when I brought my monster truck to Australia and we toured Australia Mm -hmm. and it's a, uh, it's a wonderful book for kids. Um, it teaches them, um, global people views, money, food, um, winning, losing, um, and just the whole, uh, when you travel abroad and what it's like to compete in other countries. And then the, um, the third one is, uh, Medusa goes to Japan with Medusa and and friends go to Japan. Again, you know, you learn about Japanese, a different language. And then the fourth one is UK. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then I have my, um, yoga, which I've been doing yoga for years 
And then the next project that should be launching here soon is a sample packet to come out. And it's my skincare line, which is called Yoga Skincare. So it's really amazing. Yes. And it's for all walks of life. I wonder. And where can everybody find I had a sample on me, (laughs) but I don't. Usually I'll have like, look, here it is. Um, So everything is on my website. It'll be um, as things go and launch and stuff. Um, it's on my website. So it's just medusa.com, M-A-D-U-S-A.com, Medusa, M-A-D-U-S-A, made in the USA, baby. There and I'm is. still proud to be an American. Yes. And Katrina, where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook and YouTube and Twitch on InCatWeTrust. Yes. <laughs> and on um, Twitter and Instagram, InCatWeTrust, that E is a three. There it is. And thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you to Fight TV. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms, www.talkpod, our website, www.talkpod.com. We have some amazing articles on there. Katrina is also one of the contributor writers, so definitely check that out. Uh, You can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. Till next time, guys. Thank you again, Medusa. Thank you, Mike Weber. You're the, you are the shiznit. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Wrestling talk. The number one women's wrestling show on the planet.